I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Sanchita Sharma. I'm the health and science editor with the Hindustan Times. Welcome to my podcast, Healthwise. Each episode will bring you up to speed with the top of the mind health, science, and environment issues. You'll hear experts who will help you better understand policy and decipher jargon so that you can make the choices that work best for you. Today we're going to talk about making abortions safe for girls and women in India. Did you know that one in 3 pregnancies end in an abortion in our country? This means around 15.6 million abortions take place every year and many of these are unsafe. The cabinet has recently approved amendments to India's abortion law that aim to provide safe and legal abortion services to all women who need it. The proposed amendments raise the upper limit of legal abortions from 20 weeks to 24 weeks for special categories of women which include rape and incest survivors, children, vulnerable women among others. It also makes it legal for women including single women to get an abortion. The funny thing is the earlier law said only married women could seek abortions which is really ridiculous. But even so, is this enough? Does it give women control over their bodies and sexuality including their sexual and reproductive health? Let's find out what experts providing safe abortion services to women have to say about all this. I'm with Vinoj Manning who's the CEO of IPAS Development Foundation India. IPAS works with governments and local partners to save women's lives by preventing unsafe abortions. Welcome to the show Vinoj. So tell me how common are unsafe abortions because abortion numbers in India are staggering. They're really high. Thank you Sanchita for having me here. It's my pleasure. You're right. Abortion though hardly spoken about incidence is very huge the recent lancet article estimated that 15.6 million abortions happen every year that's primarily because one in every two pregnancies in india is unintended and therefore abortion services are very critical so is it because women don't know that contraceptive services are available or they don't have access to them why are unwanted pregnancies so high for multiple reasons but primarily if you the large reasons are access to abortion uh, contraception services are very poor two awareness is very low uh, about and third we do not have the right contraceptives that women would want so there's still a lot of social stigma attached to abortion in our country and more so if the girl is unmarried and you know she's single and young So how many women actually even know that abortion is legal in India that they can go to a government hospital and get services Sanchita 1971 India made abortion legal but now in 2020 we recently did a study in Assam and West Bengal where only 20% women and young girls in rural India knew abortion is legal That's almost like 50 years on people didn't know. Absolutely. That. so That's quite shocking. So why do you think that's happening? Is it because the government is not talking about it, the service providers or is it just because there's stigma and people are shy to talk about abortion because you know it's related to sexual health? I think it's a mix of two things. One, 
civil se- sector players and government has not really gone about and uh, communicated the message that abortion is legal and how and where to get safe abortion services and unlike what they have done for various other things like polio family planning etc the matter gets even more complicated because of stigma very interestingly in the same study around 55% women felt that abortion is a sin and around 30% of them said if we knew that our friend has had an abortion we'll stop being friends with her so when there is this kind of stigma abortion is never going to get normalized unless concerted effort is done so that's why we need more doctors or we need discussions in schools is that what you're saying doctors, in communities as well absolutely schools communities uh, and everywhere else media everybody have a role to play in normalizing abortion services so which method of abortion is the most common in india and how safe is it which is the most important thing see interestingly out of the 15.6 million abortions only 22% happen in a approved facility so technically only 22% of the 15 million abortions is safe and legal and they are primarily increasingly medical abortion because of its convenience and safety and its ability to be confidential has taken over a large share which is a good movement so now the government has proposed changes to the medical termination of pregnancy act so what are the positive changes because you know there's been a very mixed reaction some people are saying it's fantastic but then there are the others who who say that we could have done a lot more the amendment has certain good breakthroughs one of the important things is the extension of the gestation period uh, of legality of abortions to 24 weeks so let me just get it mm. uh, right earlier it was 20 weeks and now it's 24 weeks for special category of that's women. right special category of women and it it is okay uh, though one would ideally have hoped it is for all women but at least this covers the most vulnerable women who have a higher probability of needing abortion at a later term so can you give me an example i mean who are the vulnerable women that the government's talking about the government is talking about single women women with special needs uh, rape survivors rape survivors, survivors children uh, ch- children we've minors a, we've had a lot of cases where especially like women who've been raped women who've had kids with uh, fetal abnormalities they've gone to court seeking abortions after the legal limit of 20 weeks is that correct absolutely in the last uh, two years i think we have had about 25 cases in the supreme court and more than 175 cases in various high courts where women have reached the court to get exemption on the 20 week uh, gestation limit uh, an approval for termination so there's another very positive change which is that they say in cases of fetal abnormalities the upper limit has been done away altogether that's right Uh, because very often uh, fetal abnormalities that are incompatible with life is detected beyond the 20 week period therefore this exemption will help women uh, take care of those kind of uh, pregnancies which they may not be able to which one is incompatible with life or may not be able to give care so what do you think are the shortfalls in this proposed bill you know, what amendments would you like to see Ideally where would we like to benchmark this I would like to benchmark this against the original 1971 uh, when India made the uh, law legalizing abortion that time it was a revolutionary law it was trend setting globally only about 16 17 countries had 
law as liberal as India. But today's amendment doesn't is not a trendsetter. Couple of reasons. Primarily, the large part of it is, uh, you know, uh, and if you look at it in 2014, the government had recommended that we would have mid-level providers. How do we make abortion available at the last mile where today there is no doctor? We do need mid-level providers, but this particular amendment didn't go there. How would you define a mid-level provider? You, the mid-level providers today, as per the MTP Act, even after the amendment, only an allopathic provider can provide abortion services. 15 million abortions, and we have, as of now, only about 130,000 approved providers. That's the gap. So, how do we fill them? We believe uh, the mid-level cadre, which is allowed, to, which could be permitted to provide abortion services, are nurses, ANMs, and our Ayush providers. Now, this is not a big ask. The WHO guidelines of 2015 clearly. establishes evidence that these are cadres which could safely provide abortion services and mid level providers are providing services in many developed countries as well can you give me some examples yes definitely uh, that's where they are ahead uh, sweden for example certain states in the united states uh, south africa and why there even close around our uh, nepal bangladesh cambodia oh. all of them Uh, allow mid-level providers after training to provide safe abortion services in the first trimester. So, do you think the process of seeking an abortion should be made even more simple to protect women from unsafe abortions? You know, more than the process, Anjita. The problem in India is we do not have operationalized what the policy says. We don't have doctors. Uh, we do not. address issues like what we talked earlier about awareness or stigma so irrespective of what the policy is if we do not have operationalized all these safe abortion is not going to be a reality for women in india so globally the debate is pro choice and pro life for most women in india it's not really a pro life or a pro choice debate because many of these women do not have the choice they do not have access to services they don't know where to get contraceptive methods a lot of them do not know which doctor to go to for advice so it's about women's life it's about women's health it's about their right over their body thank you mr vanning for joining us thank you so much you're welcome if you still have any queries or would like me to cover a certain health topic do feel free to reach out to me you can reach me at sanchex that is at s a n c h x or at hd smartcast We are available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. Until next time, goodbye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.